Hey everyone, we are going live for our next episode of the Sustainable Speaker Series. So Beck here, founder of Soul Cups, if you're not sure. Um, I am super pumped because as you know, whenever we have these live interviews, I'm always bringing on a founder, a thought leader, a speaker that's gonna bring attention to something that a lot of people probably aren't thinking about. So today's topic is all about furniture. It's super, super interesting. It's let's look at things just like in the fashion industry, we talk about fast fashion and what that's done to the world of sustainability. Well, why aren't people talking about that in the furniture industry? So my guest today is the impeccable Melissa, who's founded a company called Collect in 2020. She's got about 20 plus years of experience as an interior designer working in the world of high-end furniture, homewares, and everything, and design, and everything in between. So she's got an immaculate global understanding of what this industry looks like. And she came back to Australia after living overseas for quite some time to basically be bombarded with the concept of replica furniture. There's so much of it. It's this absolute sea and this abundance of overwhelming copycat companies and replica furniture brands and it's just it's overwhelming and i think without really realizing what melissa's done is not only is she solving an issue in terms of how can we as consumers have access to really incredible vintage one-off unique pieces in our home in a sustainable way but how can we also stop contributing to the fast fashion industry of homewares and home and furniture. So I'm going to get Melissa to join us. Um, so this is going to be a super great chat if you already have heard of Collect. Oh, hello. Hello. <laughs> <You're> sideways. <laughs> ah. I'm just hi. trying to figure out. Hi. How to sit it. Hi, Elise. <laughs> there you go. That's cool. We can do it any which way. Which way do you prefer? Any way that makes you happy. <laughs> okay. How are, How you? are you? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I love it. We're in sync already. Tell yeah. me. Um, I I hope I did you justice, but I I want you to give us a little bit before you and I jump into the etiquette of hellos and how are you? Tell us about your incredible business that you've started in 2020 and give us that sort of wonderful elevator pitch of what you do and then we can deep dive into all the fun stuff. Well, I, um, so I've, I started a business called Collect, which is an online um, marketplace to sell pre-owned branded um, designer furniture. And um, the good thing about I mean, the thing that I love about Collect is that it's um, completely curated. So everything that um, is listed on um, Collect is, you know, I have to approve. Um, yeah. So, so there'll be no replicas listed on the site and we also guarantee authenticity. Um, and basically um, it's fully automated, which is another... Um, Amazing. A, another bonus. Um, so it's really easy for sellers and buyers to use. So sellers can list their products in an easy three-step listing process, step listing process, and buyers can buy, they can message sellers, they can negotiate on price, and we organize shipping for them. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. I, I don't know if you heard the intro that I gave and the topic no. that... Okay, well, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a, a recap because I think you'll find this really interesting. So the perspective that I took, like when I learned about your business, 
number one, huge fan because I respect one-off beautiful quality. Like that's the premise of soul cups, right? We, we focus on silicate glass, hand-blown glass, high quality. It's, you know, it's handmade. It's so, so like specialized, right? And for me, it's about minimizing the concept of me too brands contributing to junk. And where I look at your business, I go, you're solving an issue that the fashion industry, I believe, created in a way and the, the aesthetic industry created, which is fast fashion, right? Yeah. So what's, go- what's gone on in the last five years or 10 years even now is this world of replicas, this world of copycat furniture businesses emerged and every single second person decided that they can replicate and import crap basically Mm. (laughs) and it's caused such an issue for from a sustainable perspective like that's what frustrates me and that's where I go thank you for creating a wonderful platform where we can walk away from that attitude and actually solve a problem you know that that the industry has created so you you've got a world of experience can you talk us through some of the things you've seen and experienced and in in that sort of aspect um, well, yeah, like, so, I mean, I've been working, I mean, I've been in fashion, cosmetics and interiors for the last yeah. 30 years. Um, but, you know, my passion has always been interiors. And so uh, I, after leaving Bloom Cosmetics, I um, decided to go study interior design and decoration at RMIT in Melbourne. And then from there, I started my own business. So from there, I went, uh, my husband um, got moved overseas to Washington DC for his work. So I moved over there. Big and, move. Yeah, massive move, <laughs> yeah. took all the, the family. And wow. while I was there, I, you know, I, I just sort of, when I left Australia, I was starting to see, you know, replicas um, around and in the market. Yeah. But it, it, yeah. there wasn't, you know, heaps of replicas around. When I was in the US, I noticed there's no replicas like yeah, you, know, right. you, you can't buy replicas over there wow. um, be, because they, um, you know, they protect their designers. Um, That's true. It's a very different game here. Yeah. It's, yeah, In yeah. Australia, we don't offer any protection um, to our designers. So basically when I came back, I was completely blown away by all the replicas around. Like yeah. every, yeah, everyone. Yeah. I and mean, it happened on the main overnight. Street, yeah. And like, I, I think because we're so close to China as well, you know what I mean? And they manufacture all the replicas. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's funny because um, weirdly enough, I have some feeling and real connection to what you're talking about because um, so my mum, which started my business with me, Soul Cups, she has the best taste out of anyone I've ever met in my life. She has ruined me because I now follow in her footsteps. And it means that Mm. I have a really broad understanding of like what quality is when it comes to the home. Like she has so much passion for making her home beautiful. And she actually educated me. She would be that person. We'd be walking past a certain brand or a store and she'd be like, no, that's fake. That's not real. That's actually a copy of this. And that's this designer. And, you know, she'd always make note. And then you know, my brother works in fit out in hospitality and my sister-in-law is an interior designer. And, you know, it's sort of like in the family. We yeah. can't get away from it. And it literally happened overnight. It was like you, you woke up one day and then there was like 50 versions of the same thing. 
Yeah. And how wasteful, aside from shameful, (laughs) how wasteful. Mm. I know. And, you know, I think with this whole fast furniture trend, you know, all, all of these pieces, you know, are poorly made. Um, They last two to three years and they end up in landfill. And so like, when you think about it like that, you know, it's, why do it? I mean, you, it's much better to invest in a quality piece of furniture that will last the test of time. Well, it's a new generational thing. Like I find I speak to a lot of younger people and I've asked this question before, like anyone sort of around my age and younger <laughs> has yeah. this mentality that uh, I don't have the money to spend. Yeah. I don't make enough money. I don't have the savings. So I'm not going to spend on a unique piece, but then what happens is it's completely contradictory because they'll jump on an online store, which I won't name names yeah. <laughs> and they'll buy a rug that is synthetic, poor quality, um, horribly designed and made. They'll bring it home. They'll go, Oh God, that's shit. <laughs> it <laughs> looks like shit. It feels like shit, <laughs> you know, and then yeah. it goes in the bin. Yeah. And then they go, Oh, okay, well I'll try another one. And then they spend another 200 bucks and another, you know, low quality thing. And really they end up spending the same amount they could have on a good quality piece that will last forever. So yeah. it's, it's a, it's a conscious mentality that we need to change. It's like, how do we, this is why this conversation is happening. I want you to give us a bit more background, a bit more wonderful information about you know, what does quality mean? Like how do, what, what does that look like to you? How do you understand it? And why, how do you vet, like vet the products that you do when it comes to your store? Um, well, basically with our products, because we're a web-based business, um, all the products remain in the seller's home. So we just, I have to go through a curation of That's photos. Cool. Yeah, photos um, I need to prove authenticity. So whether it's, the label mm. on the product or a receipt um, from when the um, buyer bought it from the store. Um, but nothing will get listed unless I have those, that criteria because otherwise I can't, you know, prove the authenticity. So, And um, what determines quality? Like it, let's say for someone who's uneducated and they're like, okay, well, if I'm going to go buy something quality, um, w- what does that actually mean? How do we define that in this industry? Well, uh, so for me, I would say a quality piece is a piece that's been designed by, you know, an expert in that field. Yeah. Um, so, you know, all, all the beautiful pieces from, you know, the 20th century designed by, you know, Charles and Ray Eames. I mean, so much, these are educated people that have studied so industrial, yeah. and studied industrial design. You know what I mean? There's so much knowledge and craftsmanship. Yeah. In the pieces that they make um, and so much detail. So I feel, you know, the quality is just a whole combination of things. Um, and these, these replicas and low-cost furniture pieces that are being made out of China, they just don't have any of the they craftsmanship don't. or detail exactly. or, or any of, you know, they replace other materials with, you know, cheaper materials. So, I mean, they're just... Yeah, it's a lot of, I think that's a very good point. There's a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Appropriations when it comes to the, the product and the material. Like I find that in my industry as well, right? There's a lot of me too companies. There's every 
second person is creating some kind of a reusable cup or a reusable bottle. But the reality is if you're just producing more crap, like if you make a reusable cup made out of plastic, it defeats the whole purpose of mm. the reusability and the quality and the durability. It's the same thing, I guess, in furniture where, you know, if you're creating a rug that is synthetic or also made of plastics and these sort of tough, like unpleasant, you know, smelly materials, because they often do have like this strong toxic, toxic smell, smell, toxic yeah. smell. Yeah. And or like, you know, if the, you're making a table or a chair or something, you know, that's supposed to be long lasting, but it ends up breaking a leg in half a year because half the material is probably ground down and, you know, like glued together as opposed yeah, to like an it. actual, yeah. Yeah. It's not made correctly. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the sort of the solution here to me is education, right? If we can educate consumers then they can make yeah. conscious decisions and that's yeah. in any industry, uh, yeah. which is why I think what you're doing is so phenomenal because you create a platform for it. Yeah. And I think that's a massive, a massive point there. The consumer needs to be educated. Like they don't, a lot of consumers don't know that replica in the style of means it's fake. It's a copy, yeah. you know, because people are just used to those terms now. They don't really understand what they mean. So, you know, I think that's why we, are the, the rules now in Australia to sell replica furniture, you've got to have the word replica. Yeah, right. But they're, you know, in the title of the product. But I still, I still believe people don't really truly understand what that means. Exactly. And why, why do you think that happened? Like, where did that cultural, cultural shift occur? Like, obviously, like, like you said, you've got such a world of experience on, on a global scale too. Like, how has that evolution happened? What have you observed? Um, I... I, I just think as, you know, I think with especially 20th century design, that's become very popular in the yeah. last, say, 20 years. And I think people, you know, see these interiors in magazines, they love them, but they actually can't afford to buy the piece. And so someone's come along and said, well, you know what? I've got a... I've got a factory in China that can make it for, you know, an eighth of the price or a, yeah. a twelfth of the price and, you know, they go and do it. And it's just, I think a lot of people, I mean, I think everyone falls victim to it somewhere in their lives. Like I've bought a fake handbag before, you know, when I was younger because I just wanted to have a Gucci handbag. But I think um, you just need to, if you understand, I think it's worth the wait if you can mm. buy the proper thing, the proper piece, the most original piece, because, um, you know, you're supporting the designer and the environment if you go original as opposed to supporting, you know. Something mass-produced. Ma yeah, like, mass-produced. I guess that's the next question, right? What's the solution here? Because is there... Is there a middle ground? Like, let's say, for example, the truth is you can't afford it. Like, you're in your 20s you know, you're, it's not, you don't, you're renting, you don't own your own home. You're scared to yeah. decorate, um, you know, you over decorate, for example, you know, you might move your, you know, your, your lease might be up, you know, stuff happens. Right. Yeah. And you have that overwhelming, like minimalist fear, right. Of like, I don't want to spend money. So like, what's the solution there? You still need a dining table. You still need a rug or what, whatever it is like in, in your eyes, 
what what do what do we do like what what's the next um, yeah i think i mean there are retailers out there that you know that are um that produce quality products um that produce quality product at the at a lower cost so there are lots of options out there um mm. it's just more just don't buy you know these companies that are out there producing good quality product under their own brand. Great. Just don't go buy replicas. You know what I mean? There's quite a lot of retailers out there. So I guess that's, that's a really good point. So supporting local, supporting small business, support independent business. And what are some things to look out for? So let's say for example, personally, right. I want, I want to tick some boxes. I want sustainable as much as possible. Um, I don't want a replica. I want it to be like handcrafted or designed by someone interesting and talented. Like what are things I should actually think about when I'm looking for a piece? Um, I would, you know, I think if it's as, I would go with an Australian designer, firstly, especially in our current situation. Um, There's a lot of, like you just said, there's a lot of great Australian designers out there. Um, I would, you know, ask them, you know, look at how it's made. What are the materials used? Um, and make your decision based on that. Yeah, yeah. I think, again, it's all about research, right? It's about that yeah. education aspect. Like, if you don't know what a material is, go Google it. If you don't yeah. know how it's made, send them an email. If they're a small business, they're most likely to answer you. And, Absolutely. and I think, like, this comes back to the same conversation I'm having in almost every interview I do, and that's, like you have to be curious, you have to ask questions, you have to start the conversation. And um, what I love about what you've created with your site is you've given us access to a world of like, you know, beautiful, incredible pieces in one place that's totally Mm. curated. Like it's such a personal, interesting experience, which is the complete opposite of mass produced. Yeah. Um, Kind of for, for, oh, sorry, you you go. What were you going to say? I was just going to say like on our site, we, you know, we have price points from, you know, $400 or $300 to thousands and thousands. I mean, there's so many great pieces on there and I'm I'm not just saying this just to plug collect, but it's just more. But you should. (laughs) But it's just more, you know, I'm just loving that I can unlock all these pieces that are with people in their homes that would otherwise, where would they go? I mean, I don't know. Otherwise they'd go to landfill. Yeah. Or they'd stay in their garage because they don't know where to sell them or, (laughs) you know, I don't know, but it's just, I I mean, last night we um, listed on the site, you know, we're we're doing listing that listings now on Wednesdays. We listed 20 items and we had such a great response. It's just like bang, bang, bang all the, you know, the, all the invoices come through. It's all automated, obviously, on my site. And it's just great seeing people buying all this stuff. And they're great pieces. I think that's, ex- like, I, I know myself, like, I, um, I don't like modern. I'm very much, like, I love vintage, beautiful, very European vibes. Um, like, if I turn the camera around, I could, like, uh, we can have our own personal catch-up. Looks, yeah. I'll, show, I'll show you all my one-off pieces that yeah. I stole from my mum's house. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's what's so exciting to me. Cause it's like, Oh, I now know about your platforms. I know that if I want to sell a piece or if I want to go purchase a piece, I don't need to like, you're the first destination I'm going to go to. Cause I'm going to go see what she's sourced and what you've curated. Like, I think that's yeah. so exciting and supporting businesses like that, where we get to 
a support you know the circular, circular economy. economy yep yeah and avoid it going into landfill avoid it going to waste because it's it is what it is you know a few days there was the um what's it called the council collection oh yeah in my area oh god yeah and it's shocking like Mm. if you especially if you like i'm in i'm in sydney i'm in the eastern suburbs if you walk around these areas during council pickup it's like furniture that's worth thousands of dollars mm. and you're like why why are you throwing it in the bin it's in perfect condition go sell it give it to like your poor cousin I don't know like yeah <laughs> you know, I give know. it to somebody give it share share it and and reuse it it's it's such an interesting mindset right yeah and you know um like just talking about facts and figures here just for one second like yeah. when you when you look at um you know curbside pickups and how much of that is furniture and how much of that goes to landfill it's 50,000 tonnes of furniture a wow. year. Wow. Yeah, and of that, like if you put that in furniture terms, that's like um, 800,000 three-seater sofas or <laughs> 6.8 million chairs. Jesus Christ. I know. That's so much stuff. I know. And this is, this, is, this is why I like these conversations because this whole series is, is about sustainability at its core, right? It's about interesting people doing interesting things and making and provoking thought and why are we not talking about this industry we Mm. all have homes we're all sitting on a chair we're all eating at a table we're all sitting on a couch your tv has a console like we have stuff Mm. this stuff has to go somewhere at the end you don't have the same couch for your 100 years of life or however long you live yeah Um, (laughs) you know like it it goes away at some point you throw it in the bin you replace it and we need to discuss the reality that there's so much fast fashion yeah (laughs) fast furniture (laughs) yeah 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 and um this is this is a really fantastic way to be a thought leader in this industry you're setting a standard right yeah so i mean look at the end of the day i think you know if you invest in good quality furniture and after you've had it for 20 years or 10 years even you know you'll be able to resell it because it's a good quality piece so there goes the circular economy you know that's why you should invest in good quality pieces that's right. And I mean, the chair I'm sitting on right now, you can't really see it because it's got a blanket over it. But I oh, mean, yeah. this, this thing, I mean, I'm, we bought this with my mom more than 10 years ago and yeah. I've still got it. It's in beautiful condition. And I know for a fact it's unique, it's quality, it's not a replica, you know, and I know that if I really wanted to sell it, I could. And yeah. 10 years plus it's still sitting in my living room I've moved like a hundred times she's moved a hundred times you know like it it goes on and you know it's just such a more rewarding experience when you've got something that you've handpicked it's quality it's beautiful it's unique it's interesting no one else I know has it it's you know it's it's all it's, it's the mindset that goes with it as well I know. And that's what I, I mean, you know, having a um, experience in interior decoration, I always said it, I used to always say to clients, you know, just mix it up, mix up the eras, buy things you absolutely love, you know, go crazy on the cushion colors and all that kind of (laughs) stuff. But, you know, stick to a couch in neutrals, buy pieces from different eras and just, you know, mix it up. Play. Yeah. What's, 
so in the last um in the last few years that you know you've been running this business what's the most like just for a fun question what's the most interesting piece of furniture you've come across so like the one that you sort of can't forget about and it was it just blew you away oh um <laughs> if you have one <laughs> uh yeah well I'm just trying to think I mean we yeah we get some interesting pieces we did have this cupboard which I thought was really interesting it was a brand um a German brand called Ross um, Lisberger and it was just like this cupboard that was made of plywood that you opened it up and it sort of came out and it had like shelving and it was, you could, it was a trunk basically and it was on wheels and you could use it, um, you know, to store clothing. You can use it as like a mini pantry. Um, And the guy that um, listed it said, because he bought it from Anabu in Sydney, he was saying, Kate Blanchett has one of these because Anabu (laughs) told me she bought one as well. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Um, But yeah, that Uh, was like a really interesting piece. Like, yeah, I never, I've that. never heard, never heard of that brand before. You know, you just come across some really interesting pieces. Yeah. Beautiful things. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. So I know I get, I get, I get tempted actually. There's, you know, when things come, I'm like, oh, I really should buy this. I'm like, no, I need this. No, no, I've got to let my customers have it. Oh gosh. I love that. Well, tell before before we sort of wrap up, can you tell us a little bit more about the business itself, like what, what you've created, where we can find you, just a little bit of the actual details so that we know how to access you and, and where we can jump online? Yeah. Okay. So um, Collect is, um, the website is collect.com.au and Collect is with an E on the end. I got all fancy there because I really wanted the word collect as in collection of goods, collect. And of course that wasn't available anyway. Um, so basically collect.com.au, um, to list products, it's really easy. You just register with the site and then you, you get an account and you hit sell now and you, um, it's like a three-step listing process where you upload photos, um, description of the item, condition and pricing. Um, and then as a buyer, if you want to buy something, you, um, register with the site, uh, you buy the product, you can um, choose what, you know, before buying the product, you can actually message the seller, have a chat to them. Right. Um, if, if, if the product says make an offer, you can actually negotiate with the seller. Um, yeah, how and then, good is that? Yeah. And so then once you purchase the um, item, you've got a choice for us to ship it to you or you can pick it up. And it's the items remain in the seller's home until they're sold. So there's no middleman, there's no warehouse. Everything just stays in its place and then we, we arrange all the logistics around it. I like that too because it saves that, I mean, from a sustainable perspective, you're just yes. cutting out the extra. Yeah, the middleman. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. And the ability to connect to the actual buyer, you can, you've got the ability to ask the questions. If you, if you want to know more details, like that's fantastic. I think yeah. it's all about, it's transparency, right? That's what we need in these industries yeah. is, honesty, transparency and openness and the availability to have a real chat because, you know, that's, that's how relationships get built. And if that buyer, if that seller sells something else, you know, that buyer trusts them and they'll come back for more. So it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, I've had so many customers. Um, they just love the service. Yeah. Love it. They, they, they're just like, oh my gosh, we've been waiting for something like this. You know, I've got stuff to, I've, often my buyers are my sellers as well. I, you know, they cross over. So it's actually really interesting. 
it makes sense it makes mm. sense mm. yeah I feel like I might be next on that list I might have oh, to I might have right. to sign up myself <laughs> I love it I'm oh very be good careful though. <laughs> but thank you thank you so much for joining me it's it's such a um, really, really important topic. It's a really important conversation. I want people to start thinking differently about how they purchase things. That's what this platform is for. It's to breed conscious consumers. It's to educate. It's to inspire and hopefully share some incredible new platforms. So I will make sure I leave your website and your social handle in the IGTV. Oh, um, thank you. But yeah, if you've got any questions, you can also comment on the IGTV. I'm sure Melissa will be able to see them and answer any questions. But sure. thank you. Thank you thank so you much for, for joining me. me. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. And I hope after all this lockdown, we can, we can connect properly. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thank you. I'll see you. Bye. Bye.